Check, 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 check. Music maestro. Shit. Another episode of the Alski Show, bitches. That's right. www.thealskyshow.podbean.com. Subscribe and follow, download the fucking app. That's right, that's right. Before I get on to uh, sponsorships and shout outs. Got to check out the Midnight Marauders. That's right. Friday, May 3rd, 7.30 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. 95 Broadway, Newark, New Jersey. Music by Lord Seer, Brown 13. As Sharp, Nimzo, Mont. That's if I said it right. Also, Infused Menu by Chef Coletti and Superbuds. You have a lot of sponsors over here. Big ups to uh, Gets Lost A Lot. Falsehood Lives. And uh, my eyes uh, deceive me because I can't make out the rest of the logos over here. But your exhibitors are. Big ups to the brother. The Colonel. Walnuts. Big shout out to Easy. Everyone knows Easy. The man with the golden hands. Big ups to NYSA, Tats Crew, Sent PFE. Snow MTA, Sue MTA, Hectad, the brother Nova, shout out to STEM YNN crew, Lesk, my boy Image One, Rips, Gak, GAK crew, the one and only Robots Will Kill, Paid, Cease, MSK crew. The brother Gouch and Infamous. With that being said, once again, Friday, May 3rd, 7.30 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. 95 Broadway, Newark, New Jersey. Shout out to Scent PFE for putting me on to it. I want to thank my sponsors. Ryan over at Stickified. My condolences, uh, his doggy Ginger passed away that's family right there regardless big ups to Karen over at Gallery 448 uh-huh. special thanks to my brother my old bombing partner Nam for last week's interview happy birthday to my VP Big BZ that's right OTC crew SRS full effect my condolences to real, a corona brother, rest in pain. Man, too many people are going. Way, way too many people. All right, down to the shout-outs. Once again, Image 718. George over at all the right. The brother Nutso. Cedar Cuban. DJ Elson. Sobe One. Curse, CBMK, Mr. Word, Jocelyn, my brother Fabricio's, 
I believe a little baby came. Congratulations to you and the missus. Be sure to... Well, he's going to have a book release coming out. When I get more info, I'll uh, put you on to that. And um, once again, congratulations. Uh, last time we spoke, the baby should be due or should be here. Nothing but a beautiful thing. The brother got ideas in York City. Chester Walnuts. Dean Ones. BPLA. Christina. WF Crew. The one and only HD U5. Don't forget, check us out each and every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Each and every Sunday. Around 5 or 6 p.m. www.thealskishow.podbean.com Check out the website www.outtocrash.com Once again, always an interesting interview. Now this guy here no longer lives around the neighborhood. Great writer, a lot of class. This shit was popping way back then. And um, well, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should introduce them before I call them. Or anyway, for those of you who remember, greed, G R E E D, down with many crews. We'll get into the cruise once he picks up the phone. One of my favorites from back in the day. All right, let's uh, let's see if we get him on the phone. I'm a few minutes late calling him, of course. But what else is new? There we go. Let's uh, let's get him on the, on the phone. Oh shit, it's working. Hello. Hello. Mr. Greed. How's it going? Very, yeah. very good. Very good. So, this is an interview that should have taken place a long time ago. Um, tell us where you came from originally. Where it came from? Queens, New York. Oh, of Washington course. Fresh Meadows. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, when did you start writing? <laughs> oh, man. Must have been like... 82 or 83, just like around the hood with, you know, the guys I grew up with, just started mm-hmm. scribbling on things with markers and stuff like that, but then one day they're like, yo, we're going to get spray paint, we're going to paint the park house and the golf course, and I did my first piece, probably like 83 or something like that. Shit. Damn, that's that's way, way back. I wish I had pictures. I didn't even think of pictures back then. You uh, know? It, it's, it's funny because a lot of, a lot of your stuff pops up you know, on the on the on the Instagram and the, the internet, I remember. At, what's that school over there in uh, what is that? Jamaica, right by Jamaica. It was a you mean Hillcrest. Yeah, there you go. See, I can never remember that fucking school. Yeah, Hillcrest. I remember seeing your stuff there. I remember seeing your shit all over the avenue. What I what I liked the best was the way you just put your letters out there it to me it looked like a big advertisement and you had nice style way back 
that I think was before its time, and the bubbles, whatever you call them, the bubbles, you stuck with bubbles for, for a while, oh, too. Oh, the, 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 you mean in my pieces? Yeah. Those, the greedy balls. Yeah, the balls, bubbles, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Not, not my balls, maybe your ball. No. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I just remember when I found you on Instagram, I was like, holy shit. It was like, wow, this is a guy that I always wanted to meet. Never did meet you. I mean, to my knowledge, and I'm sure to yours, back then we really didn't care to meet people. We tried to be silent. I mean, was that the same case for you? Well, you know, it was always like we stuck in the hood, but we'd go out to like, you know, Bill Sires, like um, hot peas and butter jams and church and Bobito's jams. And, you know, they're like, everyone got together. People walk up to you like, yo, you're greed or you're this or whatever, you know? So you meet a lot of people at those things. And it was always cool. Like I was sometimes always friendly to people and I was cool with it, but other people wanted to just stay on the ground low. Yeah, well, that was me. I was that way. I didn't want to meet anybody. <laughs> yeah, I figured, you know yeah. what? If they didn't know who I was, it was better. It was better that way, you know, because you never, you yeah, never know. Point. I mean, but so eighty-two. When did when did you when did you actually think about graffiti? Like you, you know, you started in eighty-two. What was it that you saw? Who, ins oh, who inspired you? So when I was a kid, like. Like five, six years old. My grandmother used to take me on the train to go to the museums in New York, like Museum of Natural History and stuff. Hmm. And one day we're waiting on the platform and this train rolls up and there's a Howard the Duck character, like top to bottom, stopped right in front of me. And I was just like, holy shit, look would that at that. Would, that. would that happen to be one of Lee's trains? I don't know. I don't know if it was Lee. Like, it might have been... Kane um, on the seven line. I'm not sure. I don't even remember. I just remember the duck. colors rolling by and this big Howard the Duck right in front of me. I was just like, <laughs> damn, wow. And, you know, then after that, I'd like, you know, take a wet sponge and write on my grandmother's like garage door and stuff like that. And she's yeah. like, you stop that. You're going to be one of those kids writing graffiti. And, you know, then you start drawing on your notebook in school and on your desk and stuff like that. And uh -huh. then, you know, then like Style Wars came out and and Subway Art, and it was just like that lit it off. That was like it. You know, that's it. It was a wrap. From there on in, you yeah, were yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, and around the neighborhood, you know, it seemed like you know, like Ghost Around and TPA Crew and all those guys. That always inspired me around the neighborhood and stuff too. Mm -hmm. And what what crews were you down with? I mean, because you you were down with quite a few crews. I actually was going to put a crew after your name, and I was like. Hmm. I'll get into that <laughs> later. You know, because I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I know a couple off the top of my head and I didn't do, you know, a research on the crews that you used to pump. I just remember you pumping quite a few crews. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back in the day, it's just hang on 46th Avenue in Queens and Flushing. And, you know, we're kind of called the 46 boys. Mm -hmm. we we're kind of labeled that way by, by TMR back in the day. So we just started writing like, yeah, cool. But then, you know, the people in Fresh Meadows, like Lash and all those guys, they start up KAC, mm -hmm. Kings of Crime. And um, then we started hanging with DMS and those guys. And um, then the guys from Art and Design, like Reese, R-E-C-E, and Beck, V-E-C, mm -hmm. they started the LOD crew. Mm -hmm. And through LOD, I got to start hanging out with Enough and Trap and Edge from the IF crew. And then 
started hanging out with um, Newer and Estee. Back in the day, they were E&D crew, but then they changed it up to A3 crew, all about art. Mm-hmm. They cubed. So, yeah, I mean, I just hang with a lot of people. And then through enough, I met um, Web1 TC5, Chaos Incorporated, and I met Roller1 TM7 and, you know, Ivory and started hanging out with those guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, like... like like back in the day, just hanging out in the hood was mostly kind of like bombing and tagging, but I wanted the peace. I wanted colors. I wanted to do burners. So I had to kind of get out of the neighborhood a little bit for that. Hmm. And, and where, where did you actually venture to with who? Yeah, you know, I started hanging out with Roller and um, Web uh, Chaos and uh, Flatbush. Started painting with them and with Ivory and stuff. Then um, we started, me and um, Este, when I knew I was in school and um, down in Miami in art school, me and Este, he started writing Gotcha after a while. We started doing a lot of the freights and a lot of the rooftops along the seven line and stuff like that and a lot of trucks. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, after that, it was just whatever. I'd venture up enough down to the Hall of Fame in Harlem and start heading up to 238th Street with some people and painting up there. So it was just like wherever there was good spots, you know, I was definitely just down to paint. And mm-hmm. every weekend I was, I was rolling around with my camera taking pictures everywhere too. Cause I was really inspired by just seeing what other people were doing. You still have, you still have those flicks? Oh man. Yeah. I got like books and books and books of old 35 millimeter stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I had a, I had a nice, uh, photo album, quite a few photo albums, but, uh, unfortunately they, they all disappeared. I had, uh, yeah. you know, new new took a lot of the pictures. He lent uh-huh. a, he lent the books to uh, this kid Billy, and uh, they never came back. And then uh, Key OTC he had a lot of my stuff, and he was like, "Yo, let me send it into uh, I forgot who was popular with the magazine back then." Uh, shit, I just got a brain fart. Anyway, some magazine that was out back in uh nine in the nineties. And I was like, yeah, 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 no problem, no problem. And um he unfortunately passed away. Uh mm-hmm. so it was like shit. Now what do I do? Do I actually go to his house and ring the bell, you know, after <laughs> I mean we went yeah, to the funeral. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean uh-huh. back then I was DJing and I was teaching him how to write and I was teaching him how to DJ. And he had a mm-hmm. set of my 1200s and a bunch of records as well. And, uh, you know, I was like, I can't ring this, you know, this poor woman's yeah. bell and say, listen, you know, yeah. I, I need my turntables. I need my pitches. And, you know, I just let it go. You know, I was like, uh-huh, yeah. I, I didn't have the heart, you know, and it, that was that. And seriously, most of the old pitches that I get, you know, were sent from other writers, you know. And mm-hmm. that's that's all I really have. But at the same time, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of messed up. I mean, here I am doing a show. I should have the one of the largest collections of pitches ever, and I don't. You know, and I'm not really yeah, an avid fan of collecting certain things. I got the old Rustos and Krylons, you know, that type of stuff, Marsh Inc., Flowmaster Inc. But um, I, I should have a lot more. And uh, I don't. So shame on. Yeah, me. I did. I did. I did lend out like shoe boxes of negatives to one of my boys. He's like, dude, I want to get all your pictures made up for myself. And yeah, you know, he was dealing back in the day. He had the money, 
And so I left them my, all my negatives, right, of all the stuff I ever took. And then he got busted. And he wound up in jail for, I don't know, like eight years or something like that. So all my stuff was just gone. All my negatives were gone. And I'm oh, like, oh, man. That sucks. Shit happens, man. What are you going to do? Yeah, but but stuff I wish I took pictures of. I wish I took pictures of the bombing of the garbage trucks and the highways and the tags. Oh, like I see yeah. people posting stuff like that now, and I'm just like, oh, I wish I took pictures of all that stuff, man. Like, yeah, yep. But I, you know, we we were talking we were talking about the other day. I never really considered myself up that much. I never considered myself like anything. I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm just getting up here and there. You know, what uh, I mean? listen, like, no you know, a deal. lot of people, a lot of people seem to feel like they didn't do whatever they say they you know didn't do but like i said i remember back in the day now you went back to 82 and i remember late 80s 90s you know i mean i really wasn't looking at other writers so to speak because you know i was just busy doing my thing but the greed the name itself how did you come up with that name because that name always stuck um jizza always stuck you know like the the writers from you know the Queens area Brooklyn stuff like that yeah you know, I mean of course what's you know engraved in my mind etched in my brain or whatever the hell you want to call it is uh, you know flame <laughs> flame TPA Dondi uh-huh. uh, yeah Fuzz One uh, Lee I actually walked up to the Allen Street Boys by Lee uh, the handball mm-hmm. courts that he did with the lion. Yeah with the duck. Yeah. And I remember uh-huh. my mind was blown away. Uh, I forgot the name of the street, but it was right by the water where he did that graffiti 1999. What was it? 1999 or yeah. 1990? 1990. 1990. 1990. Yeah, the Silver Surfer or something. Yeah. I think it was 1990. Uh, yeah, well, like, I'm getting old, so I forget numbers. Yeah, it is, it's either 90 <laughs> or 99. Well, no, it is 90 because when I actually saw it was way before 1990, and then, like, when the year passed, when 1990 came, it, like, popped in my head. You know, graffiti 1990, yeah. all those nice oranges and yellows, reds, and all that other shit. That yeah. There. And it's a sin because that spot isn't even there anymore. You know, that court. walls are epic. Oh, my They're God. Epic, yeah. And the, 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 the lion was one of my favorites because I'm a Leo. You know, with the chain and mm-hmm. shit, it was, you know, the guy was just phenomenal. Uh, it still is. But uh, that's like what stuck in my head, like, as far as people I, you know, would never assume to meet. You know, because these guys are doing yeah. shit like crazy. But, you know, at the same time, a lot of the, the guys from the, from the neighborhood, greed stuck out a lot because it was just big. You know, it well, was, I went through a lot of tags before I went there. Well, I mean, listen, like, the, the tags, yeah, of course. I saw the tags, but the letters, the letters is what really stuck to me. You know, and I just, you know, when I started this, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to see if I could get a hold of greed. And it just, you know, time passes and passes. I had, what, three, three seasons. Then I moved and I was out of it for a year and a half or so. And when I came back, which was, you know, special thanks to, to my wife, because she kept, you know, insisting, you know, email and DMs and this and that, well, you got to do the show. And, you know, and then Coop from Minnesota, you know, he was the one that told me about the phone interviews, uh, another great guy. And like I said, it was just the name. To me, the name means a lot. 
when you, you yeah, know, definitely. I mean, you could write, you know, listen, when I was a kid, before the graffiti thing, I remember I used to write slick. How many kids wrote slick? Uh-huh. Everybody. Of course. You know, so it's like yeah. the, the certain tags were just like, all right, this guy wrote it, that guy wrote it, so on, so forth. Yeah. To me, you know, when I came up with Alski, I got it from Rascal TSK crew. I like, he was a Southpaw. I like the way he slung the A and the L. And back in the day, it was like, yo, what's up, Ski? And that's mm-hmm. how that's how that's how I came up with Alski, and I'm like, all right, cool. so people are going to think I'm Polish because of the ski, you know, or which I'm not, I'm not Polish, you know, or they're just going <laughs> to say like, what the hell is an Alski? And to yeah. this day, you know, I personally think it's it's a it's a great tag. Now I I've seen other guys, you know, like DJs with that name. Uh, there was one guy that's, that wrote Alski, originally from the Bronx, moved to California, but, you know, I'd never really seen anything. i just seen, like, one or two pictures. I remember some guy DMing me, oh, you're, you're this guy, that guy, whatever, and I'm like, nah, I'm from, you know, I'm from Corona, you know, OTC crew, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, I started 1980, so, you know, before you start your shit, you know, no, I'm not that guy, and I'm the original. And the guy never never messaged me back. That was the funniest shit. But like I said, greed. I never seen anybody else write write greed. Period. Yeah. Well, I, I went I went through some tag depression for a while. I was trying to figure it out. You know, like when I first started, I used to write Kong, like King Kong. And um, you know, it just it, it wasn't really. I didn't like the letters that much. It wasn't sticking. And then I got in a phase like. Fuck it, I'm gonna write Satan, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote I wrote Satan for a little bit, and uh, when, when Saints started first started bombing, this is when like um, we used to hang out with Saints a little bit before all the beef and stuff like that. Like Case used to and and Saint used to hang out. Mm-hmm. And he used to make fun of me, like, dude, what are you writing Satan for, man? People are gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah. So so, so, uh, so hey, listen, I, I you you were Satan and he was Saint, so you know. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, I never thought of that. Damn, that was it. It was a battle. Right. Yeah. See that? And then the, I, the, I dropped the off two. the I dropped off the N. I dropped off the N and wrote Sata, S A T A for a while. And then because um, we used to hang out with Zepp, uh Ghost's little cousin. I think it's where he got the cousin Frank from anyway, so, Ghost. Hmm. And Ghost is like, Man, you shouldn't write Sata. Like some guy writes S A. Yeah, you should get a different tag, you know, and then I then I got started writing sore for a while, S O R, and I started getting up more of like reps in these guys, and I started piecing a little bit with some people writing sore. So I kind of started getting a little bit more serious about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Ghost again, like oh, he's making fun of me, Ghost sore, yeah, that's kind of dumb, like you're hurting, man. I'm like, damn it, you know. <laughs> and, and 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 then you know, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, what's a tag? Like, what's something that because you know, everyone's like messing on me of what my tag name is. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like looking one day and I'm like, well, you know, C's got two E's. I really like R's. I like D's. I mean, Ghost does G's so dope. And then I'm just like, greed, greed, greed. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure about the two E's. Like, that kind of sucks. But, you know, I like greed. So I wound up hardly ever doing a piece with the same E's. I always did different E's because I hated trying to do two E's the same. So that's how I came up with greed. Hmm. Wow, that's that's pretty interesting, actually. 
That is pretty interesting. It was a, it was a, it was a lot of internal drama. <laughs> yeah, well, a drama, you know, a G from Ghost, you know, the other letters, and I like this, I like that. Yeah, hey, that's how it's done. There's no, uh, there's no rhyme or reason or any law how to come up with a tag. Yeah. shit happens. So I just like archi- I just like architected it from the letters I liked, and I was like, uh-huh. yeah. A lot and of people, a lot of people did that, but you know, nobody knows. Yeah. You know, I mean, some guy in Philly that was writing Greed, I think he started in like 93 or 94, and he passed away several years ago, and people were saying, oh no, he's the original Greed. I'm like, man, I've been writing Greed since like 89 or 90, so he's not, but rest in peace to him. Hmm. And then there's some guy on the West Coast that bombs freights with Greed, and he has some weird style, and I always put it out there, I'll battle him anytime, like set up a battle, I'll do it. But wow, I haven't, I haven't yeah, heard I mean, that, I haven't heard that in years. I'll battle. I want to bring it to old school. I'll Hell battle, yeah, man. I'll fuck battle. that. Set it up, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fucking funny. I mean, it, I've seen quite a few of your old freights, and I know it's you because I know your letters. Uh, that, that, that is funny, though. I mean, I, I think I'd have a heart attack if I saw Arnowski rolling on a, flay, uh, on a freight and it wasn't me. You know, I'd be like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, but uh, man, that freight game is 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 fucking crazy. It's. I just. I wish. I wish. I mean, I wish I was painting the the, the trains before they went out. I mean, I only hit, I was only hitting clean trains. As is shown enough, they started bringing me hitting the clean train layups and stuff like that. Those guys are freaking hysterical, man. And yeah, you know, we had some chases in the tunnels and stuff. But yeah, man, those are, that's yeah, all they, I got to. That's, hit that's the, the clean, the clean man. trains. That's the adventures, the yeah. run, the chase. But, you know, to just never see stuff <laughs> run or anything else or anything, you know, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Well, listen, the the way the way the way the way shit is going today, I I wouldn't doubt, you know, the MTA screwing up and just letting the trains go to shit again. I mean, it's like it, it, it's look it's looking that way. It's yeah, cool. yeah it is. I mean, you know, the the thing is is I mean, a lot of people from Europe are coming here and smashing trains, you know, because then they just fly mm-hmm. away. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've had plenty of Vacation. opportunities, and I just don't. I'm like, Mm-mm. because I know myself. Man. If I start, I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna go, if, go, if go, and get bagged. If, if my day job, if my career wasn't being a doctor, I think I'd be hitting some. Yeah, see, that's how I was going to introduce you as Dr. Greed, but I was like, <laughs> no, I you know, that let, let him say that. <laughs> yeah, and because like every every year I have to get um, re-examined by the medical board for my states and everything, and they're like, have you been arrested for anything? One of the first things on the medical um, license of uh, recertification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I get caught for anything, I have to get a lawyer, I have to go, you know, in front of the board, and, you know, I could lose my license for my career, so that's yeah, the only thing that sucks. So, I, yeah, it does suck. I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to find some other ways to make money so I can start bombing again, you know? Well, <laughs> listen, you know, uh, you never know what could happen. Look look, look at uh, Lady Pink. She was on uh, Rachel Ray. Who the hell would ever mm-hmm. think, you know, especially on Rachel Ray's show? I mean, it's food. It's funny because, you know, when uh, Pink was telling her story, she was saying, you know, uh, what was it, 79 to 89, she was painting trains, and like they're they're panning around the audience, right? You know, I wrote graffiti, Uh blah, 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 and like you see all the older women, like, you know, no, no reaction, like, holli shit. We're actually, talk, you know, listening to someone that 
that was a vandal. You know, it, it was uh-huh. hilarious. I saw the clip. I was cracking up. I'm like, oh, no, she didn't do that, did she? But, uh, yeah, you know, she started, she started <laughs> with that, and she's painting here, painting there. She's making money. You just got to be yeah. at the right place at the right time. There's plenty of people making money. You know, Nike reaches yeah. out. You know, there, there's like controversy about that. You know, they steal art, then they want to pay somebody. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think about that? Nike comes over Man. and say, hey, dot the greed. You know, I want this, mm-hmm. this, and that. I'm going to pay you this amount of money. And then, you know, going through Instagram and people you may have spoken to, you know, well, this guy robbed that guy and this company robbed these people. What do you feel about that? Like if you were to be approached for work? You know, if it's like someone that has their own like secondhand clothing shop and they're taking a piece in front of some of your graph or their own little personal business, fine. It's freaking Mercedes putting their G wagon in front of your wall. That's a whole different story. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. I, I mean, that's that's the way I feel about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's short and simple. Right to the point. Yeah, because I'm all for I'm all for like you know I'm, I'm we're all in this together. Like you know people like you know helping each other and and lower middle class and private and you know small businesses i mean you know we got to help each other out but mm-hmm. when someone could just throw around freaking millions and millions of dollars and be like oh you're going to complain to us about your artwork we'll sue you like no mm-hmm. screw that you know mm-hmm. that's a different story yeah i i mean I, I i would love to do something like that i i don't think it'll ever happen but you know sometimes you just get <laughs> lucky you know yeah yeah i mean I, I i think i would definitely jump in and do it you know, I mean, why not? You know, everybody else is making money. I mean, shit, go to my website. I, I don't sell nothing fucking more than 20 bucks. And you know, and you know what? They're, 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 they're going to pay you a fraction of the freaking, you know, money of their profit. They're going to pay you such a little bit anyway mm-hmm. compared to what they freaking make. Well, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're in it for themselves, really. You know, but the the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the whole principle, the thought of you being part of that and you know making a few dollars of course you're not going to make what they make there's nothing wrong with that i i would i would jump on mm-hmm. it i think i would i definitely i definitely yeah. think i would did you did you ever like speak to someone that because you actually moved out of new york um and you know your career you know dot the greed um you ever have like <laughs> a conversation with your colleagues and oh man you just, all the time you just like spit out graffiti and they look at you like what the fuck what are you talking about yeah like, you ever get all, that all the time all the time all the time and you bring it up I, all the time was, uh, some funnier things have happened i've been out at a birthday party for this dentist and like a uh-huh. gynecologist there and an anesthesiologist and like all these like nerdy doctors right we're right. leaving this birthday party and um we're hanging out in the street corner and these guys are all drunk and some dude walks by us kind of a wimp and one of the docs is talking to me and he's like making fun of me and laughing as he's talking to me and I'm joking around with him. And the mm-hmm. guy went walking by with a limp. He goes, what, you think this is funny? You think this is funny that I got a limp? And oh, my shit. buddy freezes. He's like, my buddy freezes like he can't say a word. And I go, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He was, he was talking to me. He was making fun of me. He goes, oh, what, you got a problem too? You part of this too? Huh. And I'm like, no, look, actually, you know, it was nothing about you. He was laughing at me. We were talking about something. I'm sorry if you thought it was about you. Right. He goes, hey, if you got a problem, take care of it right now. And at that point, I was like the third try to be nice. Uh-huh. Like, you know what? Get the fuck out of here right now for kick your ass, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and what wound so up happening with got, that? 
Well, the guy starts mouthing off and walks away and walks into his car across the street and gets on his cell phone. And he's sitting there with the window rolled down on the cell phone. Within about 10 minutes, eight dudes come running out of the bar across the street. Hmm. And he yells out the car window, yeah, that guy right there. And oh, I can jump eight dudes in front of all my, my colleagues. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and wow. they're all just standing there watching me like, what the fuck's going on? What the hell is going on? Hmm. And I'm like, man, this, this hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Out of an innocent conversation, this guy just fucking thought you were, you know, laughing at him. That's kind of fucked up. Unfortunately, shit like that happens every fucking day. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like me, with my background, the way we grew up and everything, like I try to be nice and civilized mm-hmm. at first, but people push it too far. I'm like, no, man, it doesn't go that way with me. Sorry. I don't care if I look like this guy in a suit that's going to back off, but no, you know? Nah. Nah, nah. Yeah, the, the, old, the old fucking habits kick right back. It's a reflex. Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, my kids, you know, they they know what I, you know, do, done, did. And, um, you know, it's like when they start, my oldest daughter's 18, you know, and and my boys are 15, 14, and I have a younger daughter. And it's funny because they think they're pulling shit over on me. And I'm like, hey, you know. Hold up, man. Me and your mother, me and your mother been around the block. We've been through shit like this. You think we don't know what you're uh-huh. attempting to do? If you think that, yeah. you know, you, you need to wake up a lot fucking earlier in the morning, you know? And it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, my daughter used to come with me to shows and, you know, events and shit. And uh, she she loved it, you know? I actually liked it too. So, like, when they when they try to, like, get over on certain shit, I'm like, come on. You know who I am. Are you fucking for real? Yeah. And like my daughter looks at me like she don't know what to say. You know, but uh, it's kind of fucked up having a parent like like me, I guess, where, you know, I well, can, I can I relate see. to, you know, the kids uh-huh. because the shit that we've done and the shit we've been through. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, it's like a losing battle for them because to me, yeah. my eyes are always open. I had to hide writing from my dad. My dad used to hang with the Hells Angels in New York. He used to do work for them. Oh, shit. So they would have whooped your ass. I, yeah, no, I, I used to have the former president of Hells Angels over my house for Sunday dinner when I was a kid. I used to sit in his lap and play with his rings and everything. Holy shit. And um, so so I, I always tried to hide it. And then I came out on TV for that interview back at Fun Factory back in the day. Oh, shit. Before it was five points. With and, Pat. Um, Pat, what was his yeah, name? Yeah. Pat Padilla? Padillo? Oh. Pat, Pat Delillo. Delillo. There you go. Okay. Delillo. Yeah. So no, he never child molested me. So I just want to put that out there. Yeah. It's oh shit. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say anything about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he was a weird. I, I, I was out in the news for that, and uh, I seen one of my father's friends. He's like, "Hey, yo, I seen you on the news," and I'm like, "All scared." He goes, "That's cool, man. I didn't know you do that stuff. That's cool." I'm like, "Oh man," I'm like sweating, you know, because oh, these guys are like no joke, and that's that's kind of how I grew up in my family life, you know. I was like, "Oh." Scared of my dad, like scared the hell of my dad. Oh hell yeah, my father. I was the same way, man. My my father actually. You remember the the, the brass uh, buck um, buckles? I had an Alski buckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh-huh. my father, my father didn't speak English. He was you know straight off the boat, and uh, he saw it, and he's like, you know, he's well in Italian, but in the translation was, what is that? And I was like, it's a belt buckle. Mm-hmm. He goes, I know. What do you think? I'm stupid. He goes, what's this say? And I'm like, oh, Alski. He goes, what's that? And I was like, I, I don't know. It's just a buckle I bought. 
See, he goes like, I like it. I like it. So lo and behold, he clipped my damn fucking buckle. And he used to wear it. He used to wear it. Now, uh, there was, on the corner of my house, I used to smash that wall all the time because, you know, it was my block. And uh, my father is standing on the corner up against the pole. And you see Anowski in the background with him with the belt buckle. And it was actually a picture that someone took. Uh, someone found it. But I don't know, it was like a wedding or something because there was a church across the street and uh-huh. they sent it to the person that knew me and then they were like, yo, check this picture out and I, I almost dropped dead. It was the funniest <laughs> shit. And I'm saying to myself, how about if somebody rolled up to my father? My father would have fucking uh-huh, lit them up. Exactly. You know? I was like, holy shit. And I kept telling my father, I need it. I give it, give it back, give it back. He's like, no. He goes, uh-huh. when I die, when I die. <laughs> Unfortunately, when my father passed away in 95, I I got my belt buckle back. But that was, you know, it's kind of fucked up because he said it. He always said it. He goes, you aren't getting this back until the day I die. And, you know, Uh unfortunately, he passed away a little too young for my taste. But uh, oh man, sorry about that. Kind of messed up, but a great a great father. And hopefully, you know, hopefully today's kids have some type of, uh, you know, uh, character. Because I see all these kids yeah. today with this fucking iPhone, the the the, the game, game, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. I, I forgot what they call. My kids play that shit all the time. Like, yo, get the fuck up, get the fuck out the house, go ride your bike, go, you know, go do something instead <clears throat> of you know sitting in your fucking room. But yeah, uh, I don't yeah. know. So so many things changing. That's just like today's graffiti. You know, some of these new kids. You know, do you ever you ever. Someone know that you write. Did anybody ever say, yo, you're too old for that? No, never. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, not, 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 that's not, a, not to me, ever. That's never. a good thing. Yeah. I've, listen, I've, I've caught beef and shit and people like on, on Instagram, oh, you're too old, you should retire. I'm like, listen, motherfucker, I started in 1980, okay? I didn't stop in 81. I, I keep going. You're probably going to be that punk that bombs for two months and just fucking disappear because you're whack, you're shit, and you ain't into you ain't into this shit, you know. So me personally, when I see like like older writers, you know, like the old school motherfuckers, first generation that are still around, showing up mm-hmm. to events, fucking hats off, man. That's what it's all about. Now, personally, yeah. I never yeah. thought I never thought I would go that far, but to me, it's in your blood. You don't get rid of that shit. But do, but do you realize what we did back in the day, the painting? I had this, I had this conversation with artists that I meet, like, you know, more just kind of regular mainstream artists. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when we did stuff back in the day, nearly every time we go to paint, we're risking our lives. We're, we're risking yeah. our lives when we do our artwork almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Whether it's getting yeah. hit by trains, falling off rooftops, getting beat yep. up by other gangs, getting caught by cops. Like, yep. you're risking your life all the time when you go paint. Yep. So to you, it's got to be in your blood to do it. Either that, it's not worth it. Absolutely. You know. You know what I got a kick out of. I mean, not not too many people probably remember, but uh, we we had beef with TMR. Everybody had beef with TMR. And uh, me and fucking New would, you know, they would stomp our shit out. We'd stomp right back. You know, it was kind of fucking hilarious. Uh-huh. And, you know, shout out to RF and all those cats, Saint and fucking, you know, uh, all of the guys that ragged us. I mean, we ragged them as well. But, you know, now, you know, I see past, yo, what's up? You know, you run into these guys. It's like, yo, that was the past. It's weird. I mean, that's the way I feel it's about weird. it. 
But uh, hats off to Saint. That motherfucker's doing his thing. Man, that's like, wow. Yeah, well, seriously. And that, I, guy's yeah. Got, that guy's got stories and stories. And yeah, like, he, wow. should, he should definitely write a book. My opinion, know, he should write yeah. a book and just, you know, roll with it because I'm sure it'll be a success. Yeah, it was funny because, yeah. uh, what was it, 90, no, not 90, 2000, what the fuck, 15 or 16, I was actually working in the city and I'm going through Cortland Street, the tunnels, and I see St. Tags. I'm like, huh? I'm like, wait, that looked like a fucking St. Tag. <laughs> so I'm like, shit. So now I go, next column, boom, fucking St. Tag. Next one, St. Tag. So I'm like, hmm. I started putting two and two together. I figured it out. I'm not going to say it, but I was like, this motherfucker's, you know, he's writing. And uh, sure enough, uh -huh. you know, boom. <laughs> That's the only way you could really explain it. I mean, when Saint does shit, he just, yeah. he just you know, blows up. Oh, he, he, he doesn't hold back, no. No, <laughs> which is a good thing. You know, I mean, look, I, I wound up moving and, you know, I'm still kind of like looking for a nice little spot. But, you mm -hmm. know, when you when 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 that fucking aerosol starts flying, man, I mean, I don't wear a mask. Do you wear a mask? Yeah, when I'm when I'm when I'm doing burners, I do. Yeah. Oh, well, you're a doctor. That, so that, that, I understand. That, but the, but that's, <laughs> that's kind of what got me into uh, that's what got me into the, the type of like natural medicine I do like. The paint nearly killed me. I was dying. Oh, my God. I, I remember coming home, waking up in the morning that I could barely breathe, and I would just, like, put my thumb on the under a nostril, and I would just fucking whiff the... And blow out colors? Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking balls. Fuck that. Holy shit. I remember we used to go... We did a, we did a spot on Flushing Avenue. It was, like, fucking 100 degrees out. Yeah, you know, we were fucked up, fucking painting, and I almost, I remember almost passing out because of the fucking paint, and I remember, like, uh -huh. I had to, like, stop and just gather myself, and I went mm -hmm. to wipe my fucking, I went to wipe my nose, and it was bleeding, and with uh -huh. the blood was, I, I, I think it was a, a true blue that came out <laughs> with my blood. See, it you had a nice purple, right? <laughs> oh, it was it was wicked because actually it streamed out with the blue and the red following, like almost like uh, what what do they call that shit? Like a clot, you know that tasty shit. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, it was disgusting, disgusting. But I remember almost fucking passing out. So you wound up getting into the medicine because of shit like that. Yeah, no, like I, I wanted to, I wanted to go to school to like just be a chiropractor. I was like, oh, I'm gonna do sports medicine. I'll work on football players, like. Mm -hmm. You know, and like, and I hang with these people. Like, one of my best friends, he's the doctor of the Dallas Cowboys, and my other ones, my teachers, doctors, always other professional teams. Like, these are the people I hang out with. Oh shit! And um, my my first year in school, I got really sick. Like, I I started having like autoimmune diseases and fatigue, and I couldn't even like get out of bed for sometimes days at a time. Wow! And um, I went to this, I went to this doctor in Vegas, and he detoxified me and took all the stuff out of my body, and just like everything cleared up. And so I started doing more of that kind of natural holistic medicine instead of just the sports medicine stuff. Hmm. My, like my wife, my wife doesn't like uh, medicine, period. She'd rather, she rather mm -hmm. go through the pain and like she'll Google what's good, you know, natural remedies. You know, she's, yeah, yeah. she's into that. No, that's, that's a lot of stuff I do. I just can guide people more in those things because I know more about it. And then right. I do all sorts of other weird things like 
I've, I've had shamanic teachers and all this other stuff. I do, I do some wild stuff. Yeah. Hmm. You so, know what I mean? Hey, you, yeah. I grew up as a graffiti artist. Like I can't do something normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So do you get into like that, that, that Reiki stuff and like uh Buddha and you know, Badal, however you pronounce it. You like, is that yeah, yeah, part n- of it? No, n- 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 not Reiki, but other stuff. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd study with a lot of people that studied from like medicine man and, you know, doing exorcisms and working with spirits and stuff like that. Fuck out of here. You believe of in it, that? But do you believe in that exorcism I, shit? I, I do it all the time, man. No, That's because you know what? It's but funny I, because I believe in shit like that. Listen, if someone could make a movie like you know, not, not to, to bring out the exorcist movie, but if uh-huh. some human, right? concocts a story in his head about witches about exorcisms and this and that don't you think it's fucking real like i'm not saying you uh, people in general you know like oh there's no such thing as ghosts there's no such thing people as see them all the time to me you know listen we're here we're here on planet earth right mm-hmm. all those fucking stars we look at you you really think we're the only existence because I don't. Like, oh, see, now, now you get into that. So you just go on Netflix. You watch this documentary called Unacknowledged. It gets into all that stuff. Yeah, all well, that stuff that government and um yeah, and well, that, yeah. holding behind. Yeah, I believe in that too. You don't all believe in that? Too. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's... Listen, you know, the, the military, they're, they're, they're the worst. <laughs> I think so. So... You know who got me into all this stuff? Who? Remember back in the day, me and Cortez and uh, Fat Joe and uh, BG were all on some daytime talk show. I forget who the guy was. We're all talking about graphs. Hmm. Shit. Did you ever see that one? When you remember the actual footage, let me know because I'll I'll fucking find it. Yeah, I'll find you links. But anyway, I was back in the green room that day and like Fat Joe there is is there and BG and everybody and we're in the back green room and there's someone there from Zulu Nation. I don't know who this guy was. Africa Bambata. No, no, it wasn't him. It was a a younger, thinner guy. And um, he was was the first one that schooled me about the Illuminati New World Order. And I'm just like, what? What? (laughs) And I just kept learning about that as life went on. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. crazy. That is that is definitely crazy. Yeah. But I, I feel I feel very strong about you know these things. It's like I, I don't you understand. Know, in other countries, it's normal to people. You're right. I mean, I just personally don't understand how someone could not be open to a discussion about that. I mean, listen, I close the door on a lot of shit, but in in mm-hmm. reality, in reality, it's there. It's there. It's not like you, argument's sake, let's say you come up with some crazy story, you know, about like some situation. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, what you're, what you're putting on paper, uh, putting on film or whatever it may be, it, it, it's something that's playing in your mind from somewhere. You you understand? Mm -hmm. I mean, shit, I think I'm getting a little crazy myself on it, but it's the truth. You know, like me personally. I always loved birds. I told my wife, babe, when we get a house, I want, I want bird houses so I could feed the birds. Do you know I have four bird houses in front of my house and I literally watch them motherfuckers because I love them. Now, mm-hmm. I love the cardinal. Had no idea mm-hmm. about anything. Some woman goes to me, do you know what the card, what it means? And I was like, no. Well, that's a spirit trying to say that you know, everything's good. Uh, am I right with that, hun? What, what's the actual thing with the cardinal? 
ah, someone that passed away is coming to visit. Now, when I heard mm-hmm. that, I was like, holy shit. You know, I had quite, a, you know, close people pass away. And it's like, that was like uh, enlightening to me. You understand? Yeah. So mm-hmm. here I am always fucking around like work-wise as you know i see a carpenter hey build me a birdhouse you know and then like with my wife hun when we get a house i i need a birdhouse and i stuck with it why i have no fucking clue the meaning behind the bird is beautiful and you know who are we to say that you know that bird isn't an actual spirit or a, a soul trying to connect with us Everything in life has symbolism. Everything in life means something. And that's like, you go back to the Native Americans, indigenous mm-hmm. people in other countries, other parts of the world. They all have their own stories, and a lot of them are the same. A lot of stories all link up at a lot of important points. And mm-hmm. It's all the same. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's, that's, that's totally weird. See, now, you know, graffiti brings us together. But beliefs that we share come from something. Just like the graffiti. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't... You know, a lot of people say, oh, I came from a troubled uh, environment, you know, bad situations. Me, I, you know, my family was tight, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't abused. I wasn't neglected. There was always, you know, food. You know, thank God. Yeah. I just wanted yeah. to fit in, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why I got into the graph and then seeing, you know, all this graffiti, I loved it. Yeah. You know, but uh, everyone has a different story and a different reason uh, and the beliefs uh, as well. Yeah. But look at it. Graffiti is, I think it's the quickest spreading art that covered the world in the shortest amount of time. We're just like, boom, it covered the whole world. Like yeah, but how about, how about the Egyptians? Years. Yeah, but that was, you know, that took much longer mm-hmm. to happen, to develop and to go around the world and stuff like that and everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But hey, maybe maybe those people that were writing the stories, you know, on the wall, maybe they were graffiti artists and they didn't even know it. Oh yeah, well look at ancient Rome. I mean, they wrote a lot of their political jokes and satires and graffiti on the walls in Rome. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rome. Huh. That that that's another world. Yeah, that's. But still, Vatican I mean, every City. culture did that. You you look at um, you know, the the Aboriginals in Australia. They have their Things that have been on the rocks there for ten thousand years. They don't even remember who drew it, but it's their truth of you know right, what they right. believe. And it's all written on same thing in uh, North America with like the Hopi Indians and stuff. I mean, it's all the same thing. So, what's your favorite type of you know story? Like what? What do you mean story? Like topic? Like you know the Indians or you know like uh, oh man. To me, it's just like all where where we all come from. I mean, the whole world. Yeah. I see the whole world is. I see the whole world is one thing, and we just all kind of changed our style a little bit. You know. Uh huh. Right. Kind of. It's kind of like graffiti. We all just kind of change our style a little bit. We're all doing the same type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You want to hear something fucked up? When I was a kid, I didn't know. Like when my parents would say, you know, your grandmother, grandfather. I'm like, who the fuck are these people talking about? Like I, I didn't know. I was like mm-hmm. what five, four, five years old. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I honestly thought that my parents were the first ones on earth. Yeah. 
kind of weird, but like then as I got older, you know, they break it down for you in school. You know, school today is totally different than what it was when we went to school. And I, I was just so naive that I didn't know anything about the world. And then history mm-hmm. was very, very interesting to me when I went to school. Yeah. You know, so, but I, I listen, I believe in a lot of things and I disbelieve in a lot of things. It, it, yeah. it all depends on the, the story. You know, if, it, if yeah. it catches, you know, my ear or my eye, mm-hmm. I go with it. That's mm-hmm. like when I used to DJ, yeah. I used to go to Numbers in, uh, in Jackson Heights, right? Mm-hmm. Used to be this guy. I used to go there every week. He would play all the new shit that came in and just, just not even 10 seconds. If I liked it, I'd be like, okay, next one, I'll take it. And then like he plays yeah. something, I'm like, no, 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 no. And he would take it off. I had a good mm-hmm. judge of character <laughs> when it came to music and... This guy loved me. I used to drop money like shit. Forget about it. But uh, Mm -hmm. that's a whole other different story. And like me growing up, I wanted to get into the graph because I wanted to fit in. Then I started the DJing in ninth grade to fit in. And then it it started being like the, the, the DJing was more than the graph because I was moving the crowd. I was in control mm-hmm. of the party, the event, and it started being like an addiction. And then the addiction followed with the real addiction. And I was like, you know what? After a while, just a couple of bad situations, I was like, I'm done. Got to get out. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that's that's basically what, you know, it came down to. But uh, to this very day... And, and that's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, and that's like, you know, with styles of graph. Like, I've seen some people's styles of graph just like, what the hell is that? Damn it. Like, I got to, like, study that. And other people's graph, like, that's cool, but it's not for me, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing. Yeah, you know, I find very uh, interesting is the, uh, you know, the style in, in Europe, like Germany, stuff like that, because they got, like, a different style and, like, Sometimes I look at it and I, and I try to do it. And I'm like, this, this, this is definitely not in me. And I, I don't even like yeah. it for me to do it. But to see it, I think, you know, I think it's pretty fucking hot. You know, and then, yeah. you know, I see these videos with guys flaring fucking paint. Like, looks like a fucking peacock fucking opening, opening up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, back in the day, you know, we uh-huh. had a WD-40 cap. A Niagara spray starch cap or a fucking stock cap with a fucking burn hole through with a fucking pin. You know? Yeah. Today, yeah. it's a fucking industry. Shit. Oh, man. I, I, I still try to only use two caps. I don't want to deal with anything else. I, I use a New York fat cap and mm-hmm. I use a uh, just a universal skinny cap. That's it. Like, everything else is for me. Yeah. Like you, you ever tried a Legos? No, no. I haven't tried they're, them. They're yellow. Look it up. Uh-huh. Trust me. You'll love them. I'm the same way. Just give me, just give me the, the fat one to fill in, and give me a stock mm-hmm. cap. And then you know Montana, of course, their stock cap is pretty fat. So then someone put yeah. me on to the New York fats. You know, they, uh, mm-hmm. the the uh, the Legos, and uh, the Legos actually are nice. It's a nice control, and it's yeah, it, it actually, uh, it's easier to control, so to speak. 
If you try uh-huh. one, you'll understand. I mean, because you know how to fuck with paint. But uh, yeah. you got these guys, they got fucking lessons on how to fucking use different fucking uh, caps. I know. I, I, see, I see the video tutorials, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking insane. It's insane. So back in the day, back in the day when people used to go pop the Liquitex caps off of, uh, you know, Pearl Paint, they used to take them off the Liquitex. Oh, Jesus and Christ, Pearl Paint. So wow. Memories. My, my buddy... My buddy Roller, TM7, was working at MetLife in Manhattan back in the day, and he was working in a media arts department. So he finds out the manufacturer who made the caps for Liquitex, and he contacted them. He's like, oh, I work for MetLife, um, media arts department, and we're interested in your spray caps. Can you send us out a sample bag of, well, yeah, sounds like a few hundred of them. Okay, okay. So... You got a few hundred of these Liquitex caps. He's like selling them like a dealer. <laughs> when they first came out. They're yeah. just like, damn. Okay, Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. You know, here you are bombing back in the, the 80s, 90s. And then, you know, today you could be making a shitload of money on shit you never even knew existed. That didn't exist mm-hmm. to us. It, it, it's amazing. I mean, look, you got you got the internet you know, social media and, you know, like, like you were saying before, like the artists and the the graffiti artists and, you know, everybody sort of coexists within one another some way, somehow it all ties in, you know, and, um, it's just, I personally think graffiti will be around for a very, very long time. You know, we'll be long, long gone and it'll still be going, but of course, you know, the, the evolution of it, I, I could only imagine what it's going to be like in 20 years, 100 years. Yeah. You know, who the fuck I remember knows? one day, because, like, I stopped writing for 15 years, because when I first moved to L.A. for school, mm-hmm. I was hanging with MQ, MQ out there and Claw, because they were in L.A. at the time, and then through them I met, like, Tumor and all these guys, and... Within a couple of weeks of living out in L.A., I get busted by L.A. Gang Task Force for hanging out with these guys, and mm-hmm. you know I needed a clean I needed a clean police record to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. So, man, I'm like, there's helicopters flying overhead. I'm on the ground with handcuffs on. I'm just like, man. So I had to stop. I just stopped writing for like 15 years. I stopped hanging out with these guys. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, while, while I wasn't writing, I go to this Gorin hat shop and check out their nice fedoras and stuff like that. And I look at this one Gorin hat and I'm looking at the ribbon around it mm. and there's MQ throwies on the freaking ribbon of the hat. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? MQ, hat, MQ fedora? That's, that that's like just crazy. Bucks? What the heck is this? That's like, insane. So like, it's just, it's amazing how graffiti can just touch a little bit into everything, you yeah. know? And, M- and MQ is a fucking maniac. I, I must say he's a fucking maniac. I'm gonna tell you a quick one. We go, we hit, we 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 go to this freight yard. He comes in, and uh, you know we hook up, whatever. Uh, so I'm like, all right, fuck it, let's go. You know, let's take MQ to to a spot. So we go, and you know we're all painting, we're all having a good time, whatever. And like I look to my right and I see MQ, you know, peeling stickers. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> So now, you know, I finished my shit and I'm like, all right, next train. You know, I try to catch on the weekend. I would try to catch anywhere from six to eight cars on a Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I, just, mm-hmm. I was out there. I was like, fuck it. I'm painting. So I walked down and um, I'm like looking at him. 
he had a roll of fucking MQ labels, you know, hand by hand, not, you know, anything printed by anybody. <laughs> and yeah. he puts up an, a, a big ass MQ outline, right? And instead of filling it in, he fills it in with the fucking stickers. <laughs> I looked at him and I'm saying to myself, yo. This fucking guy's whacked. This guy is definitely fucking twisted. And I kept going. And, I, you know, uh-huh. I was just cracking up. I'm like, oh, my God. This guy literally is fucking, I, I think I got a picture of it somewhere. This kid is actually fucking doing a fill-in with stickers. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> priceless, priceless, priceless. I don't think anybody but, has a I better mean, sticker you- story than I do. I mean, you've seen that big freaking boat he did block letters on? Oh, but he, forget about it. When he goes in stomp mode, you can't stop him. You can't. Seriously, you can't. He's very unique. I mean, he he did like a whole freaking cargo ship, the whole side, just a big M and a big Q. I was like, what the Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. That's insane. You know, they say, uh, what, what is, you're the doctor. You know, when you're like almost genius, but you're touched. Uh-huh. This is that I personally think MQ has that 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 going for him because the shit that he pulls off, I ask myself over and over again. You know, on occasion you see stories about MQ and you look and you're like, yo, this this guy fucking went in. And then uh-huh. when you actually see it, you know, in person, and you're like, shit, that picture didn't look that fucking big. And, and it's like you're saying mm-hmm. a fucking ship. You, you, you gotta you gotta give it to the fucking guy. He's a genius. He's a genius bomber. He he gets shit out there and he could make a ton of money. I'm sure he is, you know, just by those things. I mean I've seen people get MQ tattoos. Yeah. You know? it's 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 crazy. But MQ, I remember when he first started writing, I thought he had a stencil. He was like so crisp. The M mm-hmm. was like, it, it measured from left, center to right, perfect. The Q, the circle used to be like if he put a fucking record and outlined it, you know? Yeah. And uh, He's a machine. Yeah, fucking genius. I, I personally think the guy is a genius when it comes to all of his shit, you know? And yeah. the pleasure of hanging out with him, I mean... That that fucking fill in with stickers was priceless. It was uh-huh. priceless. Yeah. Now would you do that? Me and you were in the fucking yard. We're painting. <laughs> would you say to yourself, "Yo, let me bust out that big fucking toilet paper with fucking greed tags on it, and I'll do a fill in." Would you Would you ever think of that? No, I don't. I don't get that creative. Most most creative <laughs> I got was using my my my. my Using my greedy ball bubbles and everything, which actually bit from scene. So he was, he was the first one I seen do them. Yeah, well, hey, listen. I actually I I don't know if I read that or heard that. I do remember something about that, but regardless, I'm sure scene is flattered. But uh, look at him. Look at him. Oh, I know, man. Holy he, he's shit! Just, he's like painting painting every freaking day. I mean, it's amazing. You know, yeah. yeah, it is amazing. It's amazing when you could make money off of something that we did illegally that we love mm-hmm. and then just become yeah. an iconic fucking figure, you know, the godfather of graph. And, uh, you just say the word scene and everybody knows you that my friend, yeah. that is, that is something to, to 
be proud of. I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been super grateful since I started painting again back in 2011. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I got to paint with like Cortez and a lot of my old buddies, but also a lot of newer people like, like, you know, Ewok from mm-hmm. IMOC. Like he really just like, dude, man, we got to paint. And he really got me painting some cool stuff too. And hanging out with Wand and Keb out in San Francisco. Those guys are freaking amazing. And just people show me love. I'm just like, this is awesome. You know, going up yeah, like to Canada great. and Toronto and, painting a quest, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's amazing that, you know, that's the community you got around, yeah. around the world of people. It's yeah. amazing. It, it, it's like a universal thing. You know, it's like, uh, if you stick your middle finger up in any country, they know it's like, fuck you. You know, yeah, yeah. it's just like, you know, <laughs> when graffiti writers connect, you connect, you know, yeah, yeah. That, it's great. It's just great. I mean, do you have any events that you're thinking about doing or what's what's on the agenda uh, in the I'll, future? Nothing big. I'll be up in New York a few times. Like uh I only painted once last year, very sadly, but yeah, me and me and Cortez did a nice spot on uh, one of half walls in Brooklyn. That was really sweet. That was nice. Yeah, he, he but he's, I gotta, he's, I just, he's good. I he's more. good. I mean, the guy's fabulous, yeah. if you ask me. No, amazing. I mean, you've amazing. painted with a lot of great fucking writers. You know, you should oh, be proud. Man, like, I am. Like, you know, I freaking painted with Kel. I'm just like, dude, freaking legend. You know, I couldn't even believe yeah. I painted with that guy. And it, it's the whiz before he passed. Rest in peace. And, oh, you know, just, man, you know, I met him. Yeah, I, I actually met people. him uh, at the Fun Factory. Mm-hmm. You know, and... uh I just I was just amazed on how down to earth he was. He was he was a real good soul. He was a good person and for being yeah. who he was, he never um what's the word I'm looking for? He never like took advantage of it and he didn't have that fuck you I'm is the whiz. You know, he was no, just a humble fucking cool. guy. You know, and it was yeah, an honor. Yeah. You know, him passing away, it was like, shit, man, I, I actually met this guy. And to me, was a legend way before. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah. Back, back in the 80s, Is The Wiz was a fucking legend to me, you know? Yeah. And then to meet him, also, it's like, holy shit, you know, but. Yeah, another legend that started painting again that I, I got to paint with and really super great for is uh, Jiro. Oh, CFA. I mean, that uh, dude, you man, say Dero, I, I say Darrow. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he's like, I, I, I remember if he just said, like, one day, Dero, like, hero, Dero, the hero. I'm like, all right, cool. There you go. <laughs> That's it. It's a wrap. Done. But I mean, but, but, but that guy, I mean, he would crush burners and burners on trains. Like, you know, just like, damn, the letters he would put out there illegally it, in, in the dark, in the night. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just like, damn it. Guy was. Damn good, you know? It, it, it is amazing. I mean, like, when you look at Style Wars and the graph that came out from that, and you're saying to yourself, shit, you know, that's kind of crazy, you know, because yeah. back then, paint wasn't what it is today. And these guys oh, no. put no. in some <laughs> serious fucking color work, you know, and, and yep. scene, forget about it. It's like, he would, he would get any color combination and make it work. Where yeah. I, where I would try a color combination like that, and it would be like, Mm-mm-mm. not not happening. I remember, I remember in 2011 when I first painted again. I freaking ordered a box from Montana's, and I ordered the paint. It all came in the mail. I'm like, this is nuts. You just like order through the mail, and it just shows up. 
And then the paint's <laughs> yeah. like all low pressure cans and everything. And I'm yeah. like, this is crazy. Yeah. It is. It's amazing. And you know what? Those low pressure cans, I'm, you know, street bombing, I'm not a fan. But, you know, doing mm-hmm. a wall where you're hanging out with the boys, I think they're fucking yeah. phenomenal. And, and transparent paints. You know, you got transparent Oh, colors. hell yeah. Yeah. Now I can't even roll up to a wall unless I got transparent black and white or else I'm just forget about it, you know? Yeah. You know, you know what my Oil. secret my secret was when I when I would go out, I would I would get my bag and I wouldn't have the paint uh with the the cap facing you. What I would mm-hmm. do is is I would put a star if I had five whites, I would put a mm-hmm. star. If I had, you know, mm-hmm. whatever colors I had, I put a different symbol on it. So this way here, mm-hmm. you know, because when you're bombing at night, you, you can't really see yeah. the colors anyway. So I would put like yeah. a big X or a star or a fucking triangle. So this way here, when I was painting and I was doing afraid of something, I would look down at the bag and I'm like, all right, I know what that is. And I would grab it without wasting time. You know, when you're bombing, time, time is very essential. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the wrong move could fuck up your work or it could fuck you, you know? Simple. That that was that that was like a technique that I, I came up with for the simple fact that many a times you'd go into these fucking yards and you can't see a fucking thing. You know, then you start no. using the fucking flashlight and you know it's like <laughs> shit, I'm really using a flashlight. Oh, we went we went out to Pennsylvania once and dude, if I tell you if we didn't use our phones, we would have probably died. Because you couldn't uh-huh. see shit. And it was so fucking nasty that we did a couple of cars. And after, after like three cars, I was like, yo, I can't do this, man. Like a few times, mm-hmm. like I thought the cap was pe- facing the, 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 the freight. Fucking getting sprayed uh-huh. in the face. <laughs> fucking my, my, my fucking clothes were fucking demolished. I'm like, yo, guys, I don't know about you, man, but I ain't feeling this shit. I can't see a fucking thing. You know, and they were like, yeah, 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 let's get the fuck out of here. But, uh, you I'll know, tell you about, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about a dark freight night. I was in like Ridgewood or Brooklyn once one night and me and Trap and enough and shown and as is and edge came back out painting that night. Like he has been painting forever. Edge IF came out and Noxer was there mm-hmm. and we killed this freight yard. I mean, I went in with bags and I did like three pieces and mad fill-ins and, tags and when i was done with all my paint me and Knox were walking up the line because zephyr and some guys from europe went there and killed it with dope pieces so we're checking out the pieces and we're walking up the line and trapped just that night he had the jeans and a white t-shirt on mm-hmm. so we're walking up the line and all of a sudden someone jumps down from between two of the cars with the white t-shirt on so i walk up to him like yo trap what's up man and he pulls out a glock and puts it to my head i'm like yo trap what the fuck and it was so dark. After a minute, I look at him. I go, "Fuck, that's not trap." Oh shit! <laughs> it was like it was a cop. Oh shit! <laughs> I, I walked right up to him because it was so dark. I couldn't see who it was. And what happened with that? Um, well, Noxer bolted under the train. I'm sitting there with a Glock to my head, and the guy's shaking because uh, they were starting to raid. And I kind of we screwed up the raid because we walked into one of the guys, so they went around the yard. There, they knew there was like eight of us there. So this guy was shaking and on his radio, like to get everyone over there to grab me out of there because we screwed up their raid. So yeah, I got caught that night. Huh? 
That's fucking, that's insane. Oh, my God. That, that, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, listen, darkness is a killer. It is. It really is. You know, if you can't see, that's like that, that story I just told you. Dude, we couldn't see shit. Yeah. It's like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. We don't even know this place. First time we but went. I was just like... I was just like, white t-shirt, that's trap. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I didn't care. Otherwise, like, yeah, I would have bolted under the train with Knox. I had no idea, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. It's like, oh, man. That's crazy. Hey, did you did you get fucked for it, or they let you go? What, what happened? Oh, um... Caught, well, that type they of found shit. Out a, they, found a, they found out I wanted to be a doctor. I had a clean record, you know, just like... I didn't have anything serious. I just had, like, drinking in the park and stuff like that or whatever before, mm-hmm. so... They're like, all right, six months probation, we seal your record, and then I went up to L.A. to go to school, and mm-hmm. then in L.A., we got nabbed by the L.A. Gang Task Force team. <laughs> yeah, then I was just like, good. oh, man, like, damn, I can't go through this up again, you know what I mean? That's, That's why I stopped paying for 15 years. That's, That's why I stopped crazy. paying for 15 years, so I could focus on school and become a doctor. And how do you like being a doctor? It must be one achievement. That's, well, the thing is, That's you know, great. I guess... Like I said, I do weird. I can never be a normal doctor. I do all this weird yes, stuff. Yes, yes. You know, hey, listen, we, we understand that, that, but that's got to be a, a yeah, yeah. That's got to be self self gratification beyond wildest dreams. No, yeah, no. I, I see miracles every day. I mean, I love that. That's what drives me. And then you know, yeah. some of my patients they find out what I used to do, and they're like, "What?" You know, <laughs> I, 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 I once had the news show up to interview me, and they interviewed my patients. My patients didn't know, so they, they go. So what do you think your doctor used to be a graffiti arson gang member? They go, what? <laughs> they <had no> idea. <laughs> That's fucking insane. That's insane. So when, when are you coming, when are you coming to New York? Oh, I should be up there maybe next month or something like that. Yeah. Well, you definitely got to give me a call. I mean, if I'm around, I mean, I, I definitely like to, to hook up. You know? Yeah, I, I got to get up more. I mean, I just I recently moved down to D.C. a couple of years ago. I've been building my business and getting settled, so I've been busy, busy, busy. But yeah, things are getting settled. I got to I gotta go play some more now. Hmm. I, I was actually in D.C. last year and the year before. We were doing work over there. It was pretty cool. Uh, what the hell was the name of that? Uh, oh, my God. Uh, it's WMATA, the subway system down there. Um, shit, Bethesda. Mid- the Metro? Yeah. Oh, oh, Bethesda. Yeah, we yeah, were yeah, we, yeah. we were working on that track. You're 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 working on the tunnels there that were leaking, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The red line. Yep, that's yeah. Yeah. The red line. There you go. There you go. And fucking yeah. that that was fabulous down there. I mean, the you know if you were if you were in Bethesda, you know it, the Eden was a little more than you know like the neighboring neighborhood, but uh, mm-hmm. it, it was nice. I liked it. I mean, especially. Especially like the older parts of DC, beautiful. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, no, I love I'm like, it. I'm, I love DC, but I'm like right in downtown. Like, literally, if I walk out my condo door and look up the street, the White House is there. Oh shit! When I did Rolling Thunder, that that was fabulous, fabulous. May, uh, yeah, yeah. Memorial yeah, Day yeah. weekend. Listen, I'm sure you're going to uh-huh. hear all the fucking bikes roaring by you if you could look at the White yeah. House from your condo. I mean, when I went, yeah, oh my no, I God, remember, it was I blistering I remember last hot. year. Holy shit. We went up there. Yeah, I remember last year. Oh, my God. The sweat. Without even turning on the motorcycle, you were dripping. It's fucking yeah, insane. It gets, it gets, insane. It gets crazy out here. Well, yeah, that's a beautiful place. A lot of crazy history over there. A lot of crazy history. There is. Getting 
into the books as we speak. But uh, that's yeah. that, that's a different episode. Different mm-hmm. episode. So when you do yeah, come, when I'm you do I'm come, lo- you you need to get in touch. We got to hang definitely. No, I always I always appreciate it when I sing you up. We're just like big block letters. It was just like boom. I'm like, ah, you know, because that, that's you. that's the way you get noticed. Yeah, that's see, I wasn't noticed. that much of a tag guy. I always said to myself, you know, if I'm going to be running on corners, catching tags and getting caught, you know, that's kind of fucked up because coming from the family I came from, I, I, I didn't want to get caught. And even though I, I've been caught several times, um, I was like, you know what? I think, you know, it should be something worth getting caught for. And that's where, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I personally think, New and I, you know, we started using the terminology fucking blockbusters because, you know, that to me yeah. was, you know, you, you're rocking a whole mm-hmm. fucking corner. You know, that's a blockbuster. Nothing to do with the fucking movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, hey, listen, fun times, man. Fun times. You know, and, yeah, I, and, yeah. and, I, and I think a lot of these kids today should really appreciate the fun times the way we did and the way we do. But I just think it's a different, mm-hmm. uh, it's just a different life. You know, it's just, well, you things are different. Sometimes you can't, sometimes you can't have appreciations for things until they're gone. Yeah. And that's, that's the sad part. You know, it's, it, that's just life in general, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to stop and smell the fucking roses or take a shot of the coffee. Yeah. You know, yeah, but uh, but, yeah. but I am I am I I am super grateful for the way things are these days. That like yeah, all these people used to have beef and problems. That pretty much everyone's cool. Everyone's just yeah, like grown up and thing. happy, and mm-hmm. you know, it's way different. Yeah, I got I got to I got to say, you know, I, I respect that, and uh, you know, we we grew, we matured, and you know, that's the way it should be. That beef shit, I mean, I, I get it. We've been through it. But today, it's not the same way, you know? They're, they're not shooting mm-hmm. a fair one. And this motherfuckers are pulling out fucking guns, axes, fucking machetes. You know, it's crazy. How about the people that fucking try to run you over? You know, that's yeah. a fucking lunatic. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the way it was when we were kids. I mean, not that they weren't lunatics back then, because they were probably more, but... Uh, Today's society just, you know, it's totally different. Uh, I'm thankful to be alive. Me too, definitely. So, any any last words, any shout-outs to the brothers as we as we wrap oh, it up? Man. You know, at, at the, the people I started all with, the KAC mm-hmm. crew, mm-hmm. all those guys, like, yeah, definitely love them all. My, my, my homeboy, Lash, KAC. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know he'll probably be hearing this. Love that guy. My boy, Lash. Rep. Spread the word. Spread the word. Definitely, man. All those TM7 guys, all my DMS buddies, and yeah, I mean, all those people that, damn, there's just so many people. And, you know, it's all the people I'm cool with now that I wasn't back in the day. I mean, there's just so many people. I love it all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, hey, that's the, that's the beauty of what we do. Yeah. And that's, the, and that's all she wrote. Everyone, check us out, Show dot podbean.com every sunday subscribe don't be cheap spread the word because i i, I love I, I love people listening to my voice that's kind of fucked up isn't it <laughs> well it's true i'm not lying 
But uh, yeah, anyway, it's like you know, life is too short, everybody. You got to you got to enjoy it while you can. And that, my friends, is a wrap, Mr. Greed, Doctor Greed, may I may I say, it was an honor, yes. a pleasure. And uh, I think we should definitely do the show again. And when you come to New York, hit me up. You got my number now. Sounds good. Maybe we'll catch some video or something. Oh, maybe we'll make a video. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> ah, that, that, my friend, you got it. You got a deal. Anyway, everybody, <laughs> thank you. Nothing but love and respect to everyone. Dr. Greed, thank you so much. It was an honor to finally even speak to you. And uh, that's why I do what I do. My brother. Thank you, sir. Same here. Mr. Dr. Greed, folks. Check him out. Till the next time, we out. Mr. Greed, keep in touch. That's why. Hey, Mr. Greed, I normally don't talk while I do the music, but just so you know, there's music going on. Just make sure you listen to your own show. Sounds good, man. I definitely will. Definitely will. I think you'll know the tracks. Let me know what you think of them. Anyway, we out, people. Thanks again, Dr. Greed. Have a great night. Happy Easter, everyone.